Hey everybody, welcome back. We took a week off, but we're still here podcasting for you. We've done this 643 times. Let's do it 644. Uh, it's September 15. It's Wednesday. I'm Sebastian Peak. Call me Turd Ferguson. <laughs> oh. Nice. I'm Josh Walrath. I'm Brett Van Spruenberg, and guess what I'm not wearing? The Underwear. Sunglasses? Oh, an oversized hat. My normal glasses. Oh, I found okay. Contacts. I found contacts that fit my very out-of-spec eyeballs. So I thought I'd go with those this evening. Did you have the, like, what is that? But uh, I can, LASIK surgery? I did not, but I can wear these again. Hmm. Mr. Peak, please continue the show. We're watching. All right, I'll just try not to look at the monitor. Um, you can go to PCPro.com. That's our website. And the slash subscribe is subscribe link on there. You can get an email. I got one earlier that reminded me we had to do a show tonight. And that's what I use it for. And you can use it that way, too, to remember to catch the excitement of the live broadcast, which is there's so much more to the live broadcast than you ever see in the edited podcast. Most of it you should never see. Correct. But there's a reason it was cut out. But judge for yourself. Watch it live. Chat with us. You can support the site and our podcast distribution by heading over to patreon.com slash pcper. Become a patron of pcper. Do we have a this week in Patreon update, Brett? I love that throw, by the way. That was great. Let's keep that. Uh, In fact... Uh, we do. Um, actually, Gavin Thomas, a very nice, normal-sounding name, uh, decided that he was going to become a patron of uh, PC Perspective and whatever art form that we're exercising here. Uh, another patron named EAT, I'm just going to pronounce that EAT because that's kind of what it spells. Um, they uh, were great at throwing a little bit more into the uh, the PC Perspective hat and uh, keep keeping us on the air and keeping this whole thing uh, moving along. And one that I can only determine, I think he wants to be called simply C-sharp. I'm not sure what he's talking about. Maybe it's the note, musical note, or maybe it's the language. I'm not even sure. But yeah, Bloody new patrons. Ignorant. Good, good people all. I, I, I would assume, <laughs> given our content and the subject, yeah. you know, that it's got to be the Probably programming language, the right? Language. Probably the yeah, which Java is C Octothorpe language. Mm-hmm. C Octothorpe, yes, or the pound C pound. Yeah, but that C doesn't pound. confuse people as much as pulling out Octothorpe. Not, not at all. Pound C pound C pound pound. <laughs> now, if an Octothorpe could pound pounds, how many pounds? Would- Sharp octopus pound. Okay. <laughs> Josh, I have Anyways, a question for Anyways, talk you. about your burger. Yeah, the, we're yes. seamlessly moving to Burger of the Week, but I don't see a photo. I just see a picture of the sign. Is there more? Let me just, let me just look, oh, look closer. Well, do, do you want to... <laughs> oh, gosh. you got to we'll, post this. We'll wait while Josh tweets. Okay, <laughs> well, it just, uh, it just went out onto the interwebs. So this is the spicy southern chicken sandwich. And I found that it was not terribly spicy. But, I mean, other than Louisiana, I mean, is most food in the the South spicy? I mean, Tex-Mex, they're kind of spicy in the South. But go to, what, Georgia, Tennessee, to get much spicy food there? I I guess the, you know, they they got that place with the, uh, the hot chicken. That's pretty good. It's pretty hot. I don't know. Nashville hot? Anyway, what's on this thing? The Southern Spicy Chicken Grilled Chicken topped with pepper jack cheese, guacamole, mushrooms, and jalapenos. And for some reason, they put on lettuce, tomato, and onions as well, even though I didn't order that. But that's okay, because it, it did add to the flavor, and, and it was it was a little bland, and I feel bad. Because usually I have always a good experience at Born in a Barn, but today was was just bland. I probably should have got the uh, the the angry buffalo spicy chicken sandwich, which would have been a lot hotter. But this was, you know, it's still it was it was tasty, but just not what I was looking for, I guess. The fries were okay. 
they they were just okay. They they weren't seasoned as well as they usually are. Maybe my taste was just off today. Maybe it's Josh, off it every sounds day. Like I don't know. Ask my sounds wife. Sounds like an honest review, actually. So. Mm. so let's just talk objectively about Windows 11. Who wants to handle this? <sighs> the title of the story that Jeremy posted on the 7th is Less Than a Month Ago. And Windows 11 isn't ready to start. I, I sense mm-hmm. a bit of a pun uh-huh. there. Mm. Jeremy's a lot like that with his titling. October 5, it's it's coming. It's coming quick. Yeah. You know, if only they it, could it, get the gang back together and, and dance to start me up again. Oh. That would, that really? would just make everything perfect. The, cool. the worst dancing that you've ever seen from 40, mid-40-year-old yeah. tech people. Yeah. yeah. It was not pretty. Palmer, start me up. So yeah, Windows 11 huh. still has a variety of, of issues. I don't know. It's That was written back in the 7th. I know we've been away for you know a couple of weeks here, so it might not be as fresh, but the next one uh, kind of freshens that up. I think Jeremy wrote the current state on okay, this Okay, the current, yes, I like this. The current state... Yeah, <laughs> this this title. Okay, if this is supposed to be positive, it's not. The crazy. title needs some work. And when you gaze long into an abyss, Windows 11 also gazes into you. Now, Jeremy, this got some traction on Twitter, so you should go into this. Big hmm. gods, did it really? Yeah, it did. Uh, yeah. This. Uh, and sorry, I've I, I've made so much fun of Windows 10 and Windows 11 that it's kind of hard to. Uh, remember exactly which one this was but uh yeah so tech gauge gazed into the abyss that is the windows 11 installation process and walked you through you know how it currently is going to work and i mean there's some a lot of similarities uh, if you're familiar with doing a windows and 10 install on screen like say me earlier today and there's <laughs> right. some things that are a little bit different uh but one of the nice things that I saw, and I mean, you've got to give them credit for this, is that as you're, cre- as you're installing Windows, it actually offers you a chance to enter a network name instead of just randomly assigning some bloody name to your computer, which you then have to change and technically never really changes in certain parts of Windows. So by being able to change it during the installation, that's actually kind of a nice thing course then once you get booted up and you're into windows it's 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 widgets everywhere widgets all the way down because that's just how they're gonna go and yes this is the screens you're looking at now uh and for those audio listeners it's like a clown vomited on your screen uh yeah it's just not a great way to go through an installation but it could honestly what if the clown was john wayne what would that vomit look like uh, there'd be some bits in there you wouldn't want to describe. Okay, anyway, moving along. Jeremy, I'm going to assume that you reinstalled Windows 10 today. Is that a uh, solid yes. assumption? Yeah, I yes. So. Why not 11? Uh, well. Uh, <laughs> let me list the way reasons. Uh, Is there an easy way to get around a Microsoft account just like there was before or is it harder to get uh, the limited setup so they didn't actually try this but i'm assuming that if you pull your network cable uh at essentially the beginning of the process it will grudgingly offer you the chance of doing a local local user. app yeah local admin yeah, yeah. now God, the, the lovely thing is that it prompts you and it will for a windows 11 too is that uh, is this a personal computer or an enterprise computer to which, and I did vocally scream loud enough that my upstairs neighbor was kind of wondering what was I was upset about. What lunatic enterprise person is going to be installing vanilla Windows? You are not installing from a basic Windows 10 or 11. Yes, you are working with a you know SCCM, uh, your manufacturer's particular image files. You you want them all to be the same, and you don't need Solitaire on there as much as Microsoft really, really wants you to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that entire I choice. And I because just, oh? in, in a smaller you know, thing, I mean, we're 400, less than 500 people. Well, and we have, you know, we, we, we do Dells here and there, here, there, that, you know, we don't have a single image for all of our stuff. And so, yes, I, I do have to go through the basic 
Windows Ouch. install. I mean, it's not bad. No. I mean, we've got that down to about 15 minutes. Yeah. It's not a big deal. No. Because individual as well. Those aren't, those aren't like lab computers. Those are like, hey, you know, we're setting you up. You're going to do your work at your workstation, and this is an individual install. Uh, everybody needs laptops because there's so many people oh, who travel. Okay. And so right. we wipe the Dell crap off. <laughs> of course. Uh, and they're installed, oh, yeah. and we install fresh as basic and possible and, and secure it up. And, uh, yeah, put all of our own stuff on there so that it's mm-hmm. it's it's basic and not a whole lot of cruft. Uh, so, yes. yeah, we, we do that individually just because we have, you know, we, we go in batches of, like, 10 or 12 laptops every three months. So you don't get the same product year on year or even, you know, quarter on quarter sometimes. Oh, it's not in quarter on um, quarter even right now. Yeah. Do you time so, to remote uh, yeah. management? You time to remote management still after that or is everybody on their own? No, no, we have, uh, we use AEM for remote management. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, nice. And, uh, you know, on an active directory, of course, you know, we, mm-hmm, we, mm-hmm. we have, yeah. you know, yeah. everything locked down in there as well. And yeah. No, I'm trying not to, you know, do too many secrets of of my other job. But. Yeah. Well, I was about to <laughs> say, no, we, we, we do go through the things like we we have the 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 media installation stuff and put it on USB drive and delete the partitions and load it up from scratch. And uh, we we do it. We found that's easier just because the variability of uh, products that we we offer are. Employees. There's a lovely thing called Dell Image Assist, which will actually let you bake in uh, an image with all of that on there. And it consists of a boot disk and an image disk, which might be handy for you. Yeah. But no, I mean, we could we could get worse. I could go into why H key classes root should never freaking be touched, but is the main thing for everything in Windows 11. But I thought I'd keep it Oh, light. still. AMD. Has some good news. Are they in the news again? They are. AMD. It seems like every time, and I'm quoting uh, myself. Something about Intel cutting their prices to compete with them, or was that? Yeah, I don't know if we have that on our news list. That we can talk about next week. They're going to have their Zen moment. That's what I hear. Word on the street is Intel's going to have their Zen moment. It's it's like a performance Mm. thing. Mm. Performance and value. Okay, (laughs) AMD. They, they seem to be bringing new features to their driver updates all the time these days. And that's what we're getting with Adrenaline 21.9.1. They're bringing three things to the table here. We'll start with what sounded like the coolest thing, auto overclocking. 5,000 series Ryzen processors paired with Radeon 6,000 series GPU. So there's the problem. It's easy to get a 5,000 oh. series CPU now. You've got to have one of those new GPUs. And if you have both of those, if you're one of those lucky few, you can, right from the performance tab in the Radeon software, overclock your whole system automatically. So if you're not... I mean, there's motherboard software for this. There's obviously a lot of solutions for this. AMD obviously has their own uh, PBO stuff that you can run for just the CPU. But it's nice that they're doing a single-click tuning of your system. But there's a you read and there's this little asterisk at the end of the quote here, and I'm like, oh, what's the asterisk? So I find the footnote. Quote, overclocking and or undervolting AMD processors and in memory, including without limitation, altering clock frequencies, multipliers, or memory timing voltage to operate outside of AMD's published specifications will void any applicable AMD product warranty, even when enabled via AMD hardware and or software. This may also avoid warranties offered by the system manufacturer or retailer. And it goes on about all the risks and liabilities so that you are assuming. Does this now include rage mode? I don't know. Is that because not AMD that software overclocking? Things, but it's been ex- yeah. in existence for quite a while now, and there was no warning about it voiding warranty. But when you saw when you brought that up, and I looked and I went to download it and realized that my computer was unable to run Windows installers anymore, uh, it was like, wait a second, so... Does that mean that Rage is included in this, or it's only the uh, newer overclocking options, which I now have installed and are separate? You need to sort of turn it on and say, yes, I agree, whereas Rage mode is a preset. I don't but know. I don't All know. I know is that I thought I was in a drug commercial there for a minute, and the <laughs> yeah. side effects yeah. may include nausea, mm-hmm. vomiting, and death. Yeah, that's, that's normal. It's 
Yeah. But hey, there they, was they didn't news. include such a warning with Rise and Master, did they? I don't remember seeing that. It's okay. It hardly ever launches anymore. Oh, okay. Well, it launched <laughs> for me a couple no. of times. I guess we'd have to look at the, I don't know, at documentation for this stuff, because this is just a disclaimer that was part of AMD's blog post. Mm-hmm. So Weird. the other stuff that was announced, it you know, Windows 11 support officially, that's good. If you're running Windows 11, now you have the, the latest AMD drivers. But the f- last but absolutely not least, AMD Smart Access Memory now works on RX 5000 series GPUs. That would have been a oh, big right. enough feature alone without the auto yeah. overclocking thing. So the obviously very large install base of RX 5000 versus 6000 can enjoy AMD SAM. It does say that you need to have either a Ryzen 5000 or Ryzen 3000 series processor and an AMD 500 series motherboard. So you can't... Uh, which is a bit of a kicker, but still not bad. It's not bad. So if, if you upgraded your system fairly recently, but still can't get the latest graphics card, you know, because that's the world we live in, then at least you can get the performance boost from AMD SAM. So that's nice. Because FSR, probably- obviously backwards compatible. Now Sam is too. So that's good. They're taking care of their users here. And with that level of board requirement, they're probably ensuring a, the highest amount of VRM capacity. I mean, that would be my guess. Yeah. And actually, I'm looking at the YouTube comments. Wait, wait, Sam works with Zen 2? And I just realized that. Yeah, if it works with Ryzen 3000, then Sam was not some exclusive technology to Ryzen 5000 processors. Hmm. And really, well, Nvidia course, figured that out. Yeah, we know what it is. It's just part. It's part of the PCI <clears throat> Express spec. Yep. So. Okay. Uh, that's the All AMD right. news. The good and the bad. Yay! Don't, don't, don't auto overclock unless you uh, want to avoid your warranty. Uh, my back. You sure that's your back? Oh, that was definitely my back. Labor Day weekend. I went to my sister-in-law's house. She's like, Josh, could you go check the propane tank? We need to grill something. It doesn't seem to be working. Oh, she also has two 70-pound dogs, and they're very excited to see me in the backyard. Mm-hmm. And so I reached down to try to shake that, and they both, like, jumped on mm-hmm. me, and I just felt my back go, bing. Oh, no. And it was painful, and it painful, and it grew painful. And then I went to chiropractor on Friday, and he was like, oh, this will fix you right up. Yeah, no, it was terrible. And then uh, at 1130 at night, I was walking funny. I was like, well, let me try to straighten out my spine. And I shifted a certain way. And suddenly my entire left side of my body spasmed and cramped at the same time. Mm. And uh, it was it was honestly some of the most painful experience I've ever had in my life. And this is coming from when I was in the sixth grade, I was running on top of desks which I shouldn't have been doing. And I made a 90-degree turn. And, uh, of course, the, the desk, desk flipped out from under me because I didn't quite understand Newton's laws of physics. And I hit yeah, the floor, physics. and I, I broke my wrist. And the old radius was sticking up here. It didn't poke through the skin, oh. but it was, it, was, it was nicely broken. And I sat on my desk after we picked up the other one, and I slowly... Um, was pressing it down, pulling, pressing, pulling, and I, I did, I, I set my own wrist, and then uh, it started swelling up like a balloon, and I, I finally went to the teacher, who was not in the room, obviously, when I was running across the desk. And uh, yeah, so anyway, I, 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 I set my own wrist fracture, but that was nothing as compared to no, what I experienced on Saturday night. And I really? was essentially immobile for 11 hours, and my wife wanted to call the ambulance for me, but I was like, no, 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 I'm I'm going to try to tough it out. And it, it she just wanted you to have so, an yeah. epidural. I, no, I, essentially what happened was uh, apparently my potassium was really low, and whenever uh, these major muscle groups in, in my left side of my back would spasm, they would also get a charley horse at the same time. And so it was it was like a magnified bit of pain and my my left leg would shoot up into the air and my calf would cramp and my hamstring would cramp and 
it was it was it was really mm-hmm. unpleasant. Josh, I think you just need to drink more. Make these mm. painful memories go away. You know what? If you were just a little bit more relaxed, that probably would have been. You know, probably drinking did not help. No. So anyway. Oh. Okay. Well, you shouldn't have been drinking when you were that young running on the desks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. <laughs> what can you do? Yeah. There's, there's not a ton to do out there sometimes. Hey, we, we could make fun of Apple. Here we go. The register. Oh, what's this? Emergency? So, yeah, uh, yeah Apple had a really big announcement uh, that, you know, made some press headlines. Is that there were two giant freaking flaws for ios uh essentially they're both being currently used and as apple tends to do when they're screaming and yelling about how they're more secure than anyone and you don't need to click anything to get infected well they proved it again by uh another imessage bug where you receive uh a file which has been essentially told or, or sorry renamed as a pdf and if someone messages you, you don't even have to answer the damn thing before it's uh, triggered an integer overflow and is now running whatever code it sort of feels like on your iPhone. Uh, it has been patched, so if you haven't updated your phone, you probably should do that because, again, you a mass text of a 1,000 people, you're all infected now. Congratulations. Uh, the second one is uh, off of their WebKit rendering engine for browsing the web. And once again, if you just manage to visit a site that has it, uh, it's a use-after-free memory vulnerability. And without, again, touching a thing, because Apple likes to be, you know, they like their UI to be intuitive, so you don't have to do anything to, to get to the next step. You're, again, going to be running unsigned code of whatever the hell they feel like doing. So yeah, uh, the first one, you can patch. Second one, not so much, but it's coming. And that's the, the, the biggest news out of Apple this week. <laughs> that's actually or, it's actually true. I mean, oh, there is more, on. there's a higher volume of news, but probably nothing more important than that. But Brett, please guide us well, through everything Apple announced. All right, I'm going to do this in like, you know, a time that would be appropriate for how long you'll let me actually talk about it. Just um, keep going. Yeah, I'm Apple. gonna go get another drink so I can drain <laughs> more potassium from my system. And when I walk back here and sit down, I'll get giant cramps and you'll hear a sound <laughs> out of my mouth that would not believe possible. It's a it's gonna be a girly scream, isn't it? Well, it's 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 anyway. Freak my <laughs> wife out. But anyway, on to more pain called Apple. Okay, there's very little pain involved in Apple's announcement here. Very little, except for a couple things that they might have missed. A couple of observations that um, hot takes that I might have on this. Anyway, interesting bits. iPhone 13 has come out. New chip, A15. Doesn't look like it's all that much faster than the A14. I happened to catch a review that said, hey, did you notice that they don't that this is the first time that they have not compared it with their immediate previous generation and said how much faster their latest chip is than the previous generation. They compared it with like the other industries fastest. My guess is that once these get in people's hands, we'll discover that the A15 is marginally faster than the A14, but not tremendously. So they've got the pro versions have a five core um, variant. The not pro versions have a four core variant. They have big little in them. I might actually pick up a, um, <clears throat> an iPhone uh, 13 non-pro as an upgrade to my SE2, just so that we can have one to play around with. Plus it looks like it's got some better cameras and that's where a lot of their technology improvements went. Cameras, um, image acquisition, uh, they've got the uh, the motion, the de-blurring motion camera um, capture so that it compensates for the motion in that. That's pretty cool, they brought that down. Some of their software tweaks they brought in, they brought in center stage so that um, uh, it's the iPad so that the lower end iPads could now be able to track multiple people in the scenes. But I thought the interesting thing was, is that they, the new mini, which I, I might actually get one of those as well. I have a very old mini, so I'm practically due for an upgrade on that one might make a better phone in some ways than the phone simply because the, the mini actually has USB-C 
And the cameras, of course, are capable of 4K and, and uh, the iPhone 13 Pros are capable of ProRes, huge, huge files. I, I thought they were abandoning all inputs on them and it was just a totally sealed thing now. <laughs> no, you had to no, wirelessly no. charge. They need to get rid of no, the but screen. The screen wastes they, so much real estate <laughs> on that. The notch, is 20%, the notch is 20% smaller in the, in the iPhone 13. So it's, you know, Brett, it's embarrassing. Uh, it was embarrassing. I have large. a question. Um, yeah. Not sorry. I might not know the answer. Uh, no, go ahead. Is there anything Apple announced that you're not planning on buying? Uh, I'm not going to get a Pro 13. I'm thinking about upgrading my phone to the latest 13. Uh, my Mini is a original Mini 2, uh, Retina Mini 2, so I'm probably due for an upgrade, and I like the Mini form factor. How do you feel um, about the Mini being priced more than $100 above a standard iPad? Wasn't the Mini supposed yeah, that- to be the cheaper, smaller iPad when it launched? They do actually have the kind of the standard iPad that's the larger, like the 10 inch, approximately 10 inch variant one that is the the entry level one. And I think that's aimed primarily at institutions and educational or just people who don't want to spend more money. Well, it's their top seller. And they did improve that. They did give some software tweaks, some camera tweaks, speed tweaks, um, you know, hardware I just find it ridiculous that the, the mini is now more expensive than the standard iPad. True, but they did actually give a nice screen improvement, camera improvements, internal improvements on that. But it is well, a little bit too pricey. But what about the storage? I agree with you. The storage for five hundred dollars is sixty-four gigs, and the only, the highest option they offer is two fifty-six. Are you sure they still have a sixty-four gig variant? I thought it was sixty-four. I thought, all the, I thought the bottom was the all phones all start at one twenty-eight. The phones are all one twenty-eight now. They they dropped the sixty-fours. Yeah, that's true. So, like I said, I thought the I thought the iPad Mini was a was a decent improvement, and I don't own an Apple Watch, believe it or not. I do not own an Apple Watch. So, I don't know. My son, who's into like his Apple Watch, is telling me, oh, Dad, you got to get a 7 now. So, I'll, I don't know. I'll look at it. I'm not the sure. The 7 so, well, uses I, the same internals as the 6. That's what I heard. Except so it's the a screen is screen. a little bit bigger. Right. I don't know if they if they internals. Made faster or not. No, but it's they not. Did it's, actually, the same. it's the same internally. They did actually improve some of the uh, sensor acquisition so that it can actually medically sort of gather some statistics about yourself wearing it that the old one could not. So they did improve some sensor stuff with it. That's well well over my 60 seconds, so I apologize. Yeah. As you should. Eh. But I mean, (laughs) look at at this beautiful website. And wouldn't you buy the iPad mini just because of this? Is that trying to sell me milk? They squared off the corners on this. Yeah, of course they did. It's their design language now. It is, but people thought that was coming to the uh, the watch as well, and they turned out to make that way more roundy. For instance, all the leaks had that squared off. Oh, but, what, Apple pencils. So support. are they calling that borderless or some crap like that? You know, I take issue with the fact that they've called certain things borderless when, in fact, you're looking right at. Uh, isn't that a border? Massive border. I see a border. It. Right. So, oh yeah, it's iPad a device border, unlike there. any other. Five G support in the iPad Mini and USB C. Oh, hey, Brett, uh, look, yes. I'm right again. Capacity, oh. 64 gigs or 256. I I just hate it when you're right all the time. Now, well, I was having an in-depth discussion about this with a friend of mine because he has been waiting for the new iPad mini for months. Keeps on pestering me about months. it. Have you heard anything? When is this coming out? Pester. When's Tim Cook going to get on stage and announce the new iPad mini? And then it comes like out that. and it's 64 gigs or 500 bucks. Yippee. Yeah, hmm. that does seem a little bit pricey. I agree with you. And you can only fold it once. Yeah, it's very limited utility. In that. <laughs> it's not, not you know, useful you anymore. You don't want a foldable <laughs> screen. Just stop with that gimmick. Forget it. Hey, that's I have dumb. seen some pretty dumb. compelling looking commercials for the uh, Samsung folding phone. I kind of, I that's just where want, it I want to reach down and flip it, it open and, compelling and close it. And, and you want to be BTS, no. don't you? I you do. Wanna I want to be yeah. JK. You wanna... I want to be Rap Monster. You know, I want to be... A member of BTS. And for those of you who are not 13 years old and a girl, BTS is a, a Korean band. Yeah, I don't really understand it's why they're Korean called BTS. It's a Korean boy band. I'm sorry, it's a Korean... Well, Josh, you're entirely correct, yes. They're the Bangtan I mean, you know, Boy I, I Scouts. I grew up in the, in the 80s, and of course, you know, in like 89, New Kids on the Block came out. It was, it was, it was, it was the... Thanks the, for reminding me. Boy band <laughs> that... It was, yeah. it come it was a new old thing. Kids on the block not too long ago. Let us let us all down a very dark hole. Yeah. So yeah. final word on this. I'm going to let you know how much I enjoy trading in my SE2 for uh, SE2. a 13. Uh, if you just Google. got yourself any 
newer iPhone, you'd probably be amazed. This is an SE ah. too. This was last gen. This was the one. Yeah, that but you SEs just are always like two or three gens old, all cobbled together. Uh, I kind of wanted a button, and now I'm glad sort of like that the I have XR. one because they've sort of gone back to uh, face really doesn't work with a mask on. So sorry about that kind of thing. So sticking with the button. <laughs> Can we talk about a more ridiculous phone now? But hey, yes. but real quick. But okay. Brett, if you had okay. the watch, okay. if okay. you have the watch and there's a passcode and you unlock the watch and you're wearing it, you don't yes. need to take your mask off to do face ID on the phone because it will check what your watch to make is, sure that, is that it's still unlocked. Is, is invest fully in the Apple Yeah, you have to be totally invested. I don't know why you are not totally into the Apple ecosystem. You're, you should because be I'm just using not the watch to unlock your phone. I'm just not I made mean, of money did, and Tim Cook has not gifted it to me. That's why. I see. Okay. Yeah. Didn't Apple essentially you, steal a keyboard app for their watch from another guy? And then oh, they that did. guy who developed that initially, they then kicked him from their store. Nice. They did. They actually, they didn't kick him from the store. They just never, they never even allowed him in because it was like, no, no. Uh, larger question. Keyboards. Is Tim Cook evil? Is he actually yes. evil? I, on a yeah, scale evil. of what to what? Mm. Like Google to Sauron? Uh, Mm. Sor- uh, Sauron. Somewhere yeah, in Sauron. the middle there. Yeah. Okay. And besides, I'm why didn't you set up the face ID with the mask on? I'm going to visit him in his dreams this evening. Okay. Hey, uh, what is the Anam <laughs> phone with an, an O? This isn't that weird like phone we talked about. The one about I brought up a few uh, weeks ago? It's not that, is it? Is that the one where you can uh, see no, it? Do, 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 do. Anomanum. Anomanum. This looks like the Apple. It is. It was a weird icon, Jeremy. Difficult for me to follow you on this one. It's like, why are we looking at the Mac calculator from a previous version of the operating system? Because the Anom phone is specifically designed for the criminal element. They would only be able to buy it from a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy. That you know, if you give me about seventeen hundred bucks, I I can get you this phone. Now it can't make phone calls, can't go on the internet, but as long as you give me the seventeen hundred bucks and a twelve fifty, a thousand two hundred fifty dollar annual fee, you can uh, bring up the calculator app on it, and you enter in a secret code, and it will hook you up to the Anom text app, which only can text other Anom phones. And so that way you can do the secure drug deals over mysterious network that we all know doesn't exist. You're still freaking using a, a, either a Wi-Fi or a cell. And so apparently this was very popular among the criminal elements, uh, especially in Australia, but uh, also in Turkey, uh, Germany, and a couple of other places. And, you know, drug dealers picked this up thinking it was brilliant. I mean, if you're going to fork over this much money, obviously someone is in charge of it. Well, yeah, someone was, but someone got busted by the FBI as they were developing this thing. And Interpol. And Interpol. Yes, it was oh. It was a global thing. Wide-ranging. Yeah. Yes, wide-ranging. Uh, and so, yeah, once you signed up for it, the FBI and Interpol were essentially getting all of your texts every single freaking one so about 27 million messages were sent across these idiot phones and uh we're talking thousands of arrests and you know tons of drugs being intercepted at various ports because they were monitoring this and uh Pope Pat will be very impressed that this was actually a rico case the, the 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 conspirators were actually busted under the RICO Act. Yeah, I, it, if somebody tries to sell you something for a huge amount of money that says and they say it can do a bunch of things that you kind of think shouldn't be, it shouldn't be able to do. You're probably right, and yeah, Freedom Phone is going to be work out to be the same damn thing as this. On the plus side, I mean, it, it gets a lot of drug dealers off the streets. Uh, they didn't catch many uh, human traffickers or sex traffickers, but I mean, still, like, they busted a fair amount of people because they were dumb enough to think that, yes, this, this magic phone that I pay a whole bunch of money for is going to make me invulnerable to everything. 
And nobody got secret policeman's hall. I mean, seriously. Wow. The secret policeman's Sorry. ball. Yes. British. It's been, it's been 30 years since I last dove into that, so I'm sorry. Sounds about right. Still the funniest thing I've read on the internet so far this week. Let's pause this spirited discussion to hear from this week's podcast sponsor. Today, many small business owners are busier than ever. Because they have to be focused on managing and growing their business, they can't always afford to spend the time finding good candidates. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has made it easier to find and hire the best candidates. And it's free. Recently, I've had the opportunity to use the system to locate potential positions as well as qualified candidates. For your prospective new hires, LinkedIn Jobs' easy apply process is super quick, making it easy for your posting to attract potential qualified new hires fast. The LinkedIn Jobs platform makes it simple for qualified candidates to find you, as they are the world's largest professional network of over 770 million people. The role you post can have applicants fill out targeted screening questions, allow you to find the most qualified candidates with the experience, skills, and motivations that you need. Use your dashboard to then filter and prioritize the top candidates for later interviews. LinkedIn Jobs helps you you find the candidates worth interviewing faster. Did you know that every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash pcper. That's linkedin.com slash pcper to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And we're back to go through the last couple news stories here. There was actually some hardware. We can cover hardware too. It doesn't have to be just, you know, security stuff and complaining about Apple. <laughs> the elusive... Jeremy says, Leopold FC660C. You know what that C stands for? Capacitive. Quiet. It stands for quiet. Oh, wait, that doesn't start with a C. Well, Sorry. it's, it's the bad. same sound. They're, they're like siblings, <laughs> but they look different. English is hard. It is, is it Kawhi? It's a weird it is. language. It is. Oh, it's, they spell it's it with not. a C in Canada, though. That's my understanding. Hmm. No. Okay. <laughs> It is a pretty classic looking key. I like these um, darker keys. Oh, it's got the whole model M looking to it. Yeah. <laughs> Did it's you a, notice it's a 65% with arrows? Uh, yes, because 60% don't have arrows. Yes. Yeah, so yep. it's right on that border of whether or not it has them. I, 65 I like is as low as I will go. I have tried yeah. 60. I cannot live without arrow keys. Now, I tried to look at these upper right-hand corner ones. Jeremy, what's in the upper right-hand corner? What are those two keys? Uh, right insert there? and delete. Okay. Mm. Okay. So you can use Vim with it. <laughs> right on. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's, it's interesting. So the idea is it's electrostatic capacitive switches. So there's no actual mechanical uh, interaction. What, what it's, it's measuring is the, the change in capacitance, excuse me, as a key approaches uh, a sensor. This will make it certainly very much quieter than it would normally be, as well as uh, making it... You, you can actually program how deep you want your keystrokes to be. Uh, the, there's software that comes with it, and if you like to bottom out, you can do that. If you don't particularly like to, you can. Uh, and it's... See, the... It's a bit of a mix because uh, Leopold is not huge. You, you don't really see a lot of their, their keyboards around. So one of the things that they did was uh, do a web-based configurator. So it doesn't ship with software. You go online and you do it. But once you've configured it, it downloads to your keyboard. And so you wander in with a keyboard and you plug it into somewhere else. It's still going to be able to work in exactly the same way that it did when you programmed it. It's terapartable. Uh, if you don't like the Topra swatch switches that they put in, you can put in different ones. Uh, their electrocapacitive is going to, er, sorry, electrostatic capacitive is going to cost you a wee bit more than you old mechanical. But at the same time, I, it's just something that you can brag about to uh, your other keyboard aficionado friends that apparently some people have. I'm not like a Scott big one, Lawson. Oh, like, like yeah, Scott, that's, yeah. yeah. It's not but that I love I, keyboards you know that everyone else does, so I write about them. I, I don't have to Some be a Scott Lawson. Some people have hobbies that they look at internet <laughs> pornography, and other people build yeah. keyboards. <laughs> yep. And they're, Keeps, they're either way, they keep the hands people. busy, Josh. Same, yes. like equal. 
But, but to be honest with you, I, sometimes I, it's circular in a way we don't want to think about. It. Anyway, go ahead. I actually don't mind being able to set like the trigger depth on a on a key <laughs> keyboard of. Wait, are we, are we talking type. keyboards? Okay, we are. We're still, still talking yeah. keyboards. It is still convenient to input. be able to choose your own depth. It is particularly no. an input output here, <laughs> Josh. Deep, how deep you press? Yeah, like how really? far do you want it to go down, and then right. how and it's then going to come back up, up, and all of that stuff. Like how fast? No, unfortunately, there's only one size it will fit. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. let's not talk about resistance yeah, and the force. Clicking. Yeah, there's a there's a certain amount of force you have to use. I think the force appears to be the same for all the keys, which is that's interesting. Maybe we should talk to them about mm-hmm. that. How do we get more force on the keys? You know, programmatically, without mm-hmm. having to change spring rates or anything. Magnetics. That's where it's at. Uh, higher Mark Hamill. That's not the same force. It is, but it's, it's not. It is all the force. The force surrounds us and, and binds us. Yes, it does. Yes. So, yeah, set your depth. No one knows what this podcast is about anymore. No, it's okay. No. Hey, Express no. VPN. Oops. Did no. they buy someone Jesus. or were they bought? You remember uh, Superfish? Yeah. Remember people getting really pissy about uh, what Lenovo did? Are you talking about the music group of all no. the members of Fish who came back That's together? Fish. To make That's Fish. That's with a P. It's, oh, okay. There's no P. This one's with an F. Anyway. The, this was the uh, ridiculous uh, spyware that came pre-installed on a bunch of Lenovo laptops oh, okay. uh, several years back. Brought to us by uh, the wonderful company that was called Cape. Or, sorry, Crosswriter. Uh, so, Crosswriter was essentially in business for injecting adware into your browser, into your image of a new computer, into, you know, the freeware that you liked. And you skipped that one step where it was like, hey, we're going to install this stupid software. And you just were doing the spousal install and saying, yes, 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 yes and had to want to install it afterwards. Well, so Crossrider rebranded themselves a couple of years back and they turned themselves into Cape. Cape is a uh, an internet security company and a privacy company, which, I mean, on one hand, who the hell else would know better about how to protect your privacy than someone who was stealing it previously? True. On the other hand, can you really trust that they've given up on their old habits is it really about trust or is it more about watching that thing that's not available in your region on netflix well you have to kind of sell this that's a factor it is selling factor yeah it is and the the other interesting thing is that this is the latest purchase that they've had they'd recently bought cyber ghost zenmite and private internet access Although I would never trust anyone called private internet access. <laughs> uh, so now they're up to the 6 million customers because they just bought out ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN, a lot of people like because it was out of the, the British Virgin Islands. GPDR applies there, not uh, the US privacy laws. Like, say, NordVPN based out of the US. So, yeah, good luck with that one. This really does kind of put a big question on whether ExpressVPN is worth keeping or not. I, I don't know. It, it's this well, is we'll very have to new. Analyze that behavior, but it does actually put some doubt as to where they're going based upon who owns them now. So, yeah, people might bail because of this. Mm-hmm. Well, but luckily they were signed in for a year-long contract at a discount, so. <laughs> The company I guess, might not care that much. I guess I'd have to say I got I got to wait to see where they land on this. People they'll they'll analyze this and they'll see what really oh, yeah. is really going on. So and, near you know, term, probably no changes. Yeah, and then there is also the idea that when you Borg a company, it's not instantaneous. You yes, have to spend a lot of time I mean. changing how things work, and ExpressVPN isn't going to change instantly. Right, but yeah, keep an eye on it. So six months from now, you might want to take a look again and see what, where you're, what's really going on with your traffic if you're still using ExpressVPN. Well, that's depressing. Uh, hey, yeah, yeah, a little it's bit. not great. 
another piece of depressing. <laughs> oh, nice, Soren. That's good. Welcome, Mr. Sebastian. Mr. Peak. Mm-hmm. I'll do it again. Well, hey, uh, not so depressing. It seems kind of the norm these days. Please, another delay, on, Mr. Peak. Battlefield mm. 2042 delayed by one month. This Can is my shocked face. They don't want another cyberpunk, you know? They Can want they to be fix finished. it? What's going on Can with it? Can they fix it in another time? Unforeseen challenges. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Hmm. Unforeseen hmm. challenges is that, uh, you know, well, the open beta, like, people didn't come back with glowing reviews. Okay. Shows real promise. Well, I'm telling you. What they're... What they're doing here is really ambitious. They're allowing you to, to pull in resources from games as old as 1942, Bad Company 2, um, a couple other ones too, to kind of build out your own play environment and then propagate those to other people that you want to kind of pull into that. So it's very ambitious. They clearly that there's some stumbling blocks in that. And well, you know what I think you can say about this group? What? They're not bad men, just ambitious. Hmm. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> Come on. Come well, on. It hasn't been Jeremy released yet. Song. Sebastian. I don't remember doesn't. the next line, though, damn it. He's no, not a bad man, just ambitious. About. Anyway. Yeah, you don't even remember it either. I don't. Hey, let's do a quick mention of one more game before we get on to our picks. Yeah. Total War Yay. Hammer Total, Total War Hammer 3 is also delayed. Splitgate. Oh, you. Oh, Ken's no, favorite Jeremy, game. Jeremy, what what is this about, Jeremy? Jeez. Halo meets Portal. It sounds intriguing. No, it's more like Benny Hill meets a first-person shooter, uh, <laughs> from what I've heard. <laughs> That's good. Okay, so do you like the weapons of Halo? Uh, the, the, yeah. the sounds of the sniper rifle, the shotgun, the, the SMG and that. And yeah. did you like Portal? And, you know putting portals up and jumping around to different places and gaining, you know, excessive uh, velocity, velocity as you were plummeting <laughs> through different uh, high, uh, highly placed portals. So that you can just yes. boom, 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 and make huge jumps. Well, these guys, I think it's 1907 games. Uh, sorry, I didn't click on my link. Uh, Do you know, this reminds me of, <clears throat> the original Unreal Tournament in ways. Yeah. It kind of looks Especially like Unreal gameplay is also watch. Yeah. So it's not so much mixed gravity as you're using a portal to accelerate yourself like this guy just did here. Well, uh, it depends on where you place the portal. He just I mean, hit him with you know, a disco can... ball. Yeah, I'm not quite sure <laughs> what that's about. I still haven't played it. Uh, I should, though. And there's a, there's a one-kill baseball bat involved, too, because, well, Fortnite... The idea is that there's certain surfaces in the game which you're allowed to place a portal on, either an entry or an exit one. Now, only you can see through your own portal. For everyone else's portal, all you see is a, a red, ominous disc, whereas they can see through it. So you can literally put a portal somewhere and just sort of sit there and wait, and someone walks by and you shoot them in the head. Or you could leap through the portal and catch them that way. But at the same time, they can also, you know, convince you to go through their portal because you got to bail. And so that could well end up launching you at, you know, 700, several hundred kilometers an hour off of the screen or into a death trap or, you know, just into another crossfire from their team. It's, it looks interesting. Because, you know, you, you've added this sort of extra ridiculousness to it. And Josh is perfectly right. Like the old uh, Unreal Tournament uh, Bizarre Gravity stuff or the, the launchers that would fire you all over the place. But in this case, instead of being static, you actually get to place them yourself. Unfortunately, the enemy does too. So it, it looks kind of interesting. It's free to play. Uh, you grab it on Steam for nothing. There are some packages you can pay for. And so they assure you, of course, that the uh, the various hats and skins are cosmetic only. But a couple of the ones that are twenty or thirty dollars are like you get a legendary portal and a legendary jetpack. And I'm not sure if that might change things a little bit. 
but overall it, it does kind of look like an old school shooter with a bit of portal thrown in so that you can, you know, just randomly fling, fling people into walls or off the map or in, into a death trap. I need to try it at some point. A suicide I, I installed rap. it just before my computer died. <laughs> Jeremy, was this game born to run? It might, it might just be born. Are we doing Bruce Springsteen now? Why are we doing we Bruce are, Springsteen? We are. It's a, it's a, he's the boss. Okay. Hey, I'm not going to waste too much time on this. I just had a little note here because my grand review plans were messed up by some you know, loss of power the last several days. But I had previous to that, I had posted a quickie review of a new Samsung micro SD card which is notable because it's fast and it's 512 gigs. But <laughs> I haven't read comments since the first one, which was like, you formatted this with NTFS and something about like the flaws in their test methodology and stuff. I'm like, hold on a second. I don't remember there even being an option to format an XFAT from disk management, which I think you can reformat from explorer into xfat but you cannot format xfat from disk management console so let me uh take us out of this browser here and go to the disk management console there's another volume on this laptop because it has one of those optane things that's not currently formatted or not currently in use if you if you go to format something with disk management in windows you get ntfs and fat32 so what I do when I do these card reviews is I don't want there to be any like bloatware software. Sometimes there's security software and stuff on them for anything. I always format it before I ever do any testing. I just format with NTFS because it's easy and I make the volume name, whatever the drive is, and that's it. So that's what I did with this. And that's what I did with all the other drives that were tested. You, you mean you don't use Rufus? I, I use Rufus to make bootable... ISOs. George Carlin's dead, X man. Oh, okay. X-Fat, man. Rufus is a, is a utility. Rufus. It's great. But it anyway, these are... It, it, it works as advertised. It says it's supposed to be 160 megs reads and about 120 writes. It manages to do that in certain situations like sequential, you know, high Q depth. But anyway. Hey, for, as far as the formatting goes, whatever device I'm going to use this on... I usually let that device format it because then it can do whatever bizarreness it's going to do. Oh, right. Yeah. If this was going into a camera, yes, I, yeah. I do a fresh format in the camera. I let the my Sony camera it. does not like the Just format for my Nikon camera, for example. And yet they're both the same. You know, they're both formatted in a similar file. So exactly. That's, that's the problem with that. And that way. Pricing on these cards. This It's the Samsung Pro Plus. They've had products called Pro and Evo plus before this is just that's a new cheap lineup. man it's not bad that's that's cheap 109.99 oh. for a 512 gig micro sd card from samsung that'll do 160 megs rates not bad one you add five dollars if you want the little usb reader that mine shipped with hmm. so i give it the gold nice. award because it seems like a good value yeah. like you can get you can gold. get a 128 gig card for 35 it's gold bucks. jerry gold it's gold, Jerry. Yeah. Okay. Um, Let's so let me ask you this yes, one yes. real quick question. Mm -hmm. How fast were they able to splice your fiber and get it working again? You know, that was interesting. Uh, I think I'll, I'll tell you a story about the fiber, too. But let's, 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 let's do picks of the week. Oh, okay. Well, we can do okay, here's the thing. When, the, when fiber was installed, I have AT&T fiber. And the guy just literally, he took it from the street, down the side of the house... He drilled with this like foot and a half long drill bit through the house and into the living room and made a, a mess. And then he shoved the fiber through the wall into the living room and shoved it all the way across the floor until it was hitting the wall on the other side of the room. He then came into the house and cut it because I don't know why he shoved all this extra in, but anyway, cut what he didn't why need not? and put a little box on the wall inside the house about knee high on the wall. Great and knee high? That that was my fiber box. When the tech came to... No, that's your radar box. Yeah. When the tech came to reinstall it, because it had been ripped off of the house, 
Uh, he's just like, there should have been a junction box out here. We're just going to put one in. So now I have this big box on the outside of the house where the fiber goes in and then connects to the fiber that was already in the house, which connects to the box on the inside wall. So I've got all these extra connections, and they, they do a mechanical connection for this. It's a single strand. They have 32 strand fiber cable coming. It's a single strand. It's a single strand. He said that for our area, we only get one strand per residence. So they don't fuse all those different strands together. Just the one. And it's not even fused. He puts it into one. He handed it to me. It was like this little plastic thing. And you push the fiber on one side, push the fiber on the other side. And it's in, it's good enough as and long then as it's not kith? significant, do they kith? Yeah, yes, yeah. He's like, yeah, we do a, like a, a light test, and as long as the there's enough, you know, light, then it's fine. No, we do a light test and then we leave. We don't actually see what happened. We just leave. So now I, I'm concerned that the internet performance is going to be even worse because I never hit you, like it's like theoretical it gigabit. I have. I have literally never seen anyone with less than a two strand. In my life, it, it's all. De- I, I was being told it all depends on the area. The further away, out into the, like the country you go with less population density, said so they go to two strands. They eventually go to four. Oh, because it's darker. Oh, out there? I don't know. Yeah. So for whatever sense. reason, we only uh, get one of the thirty-two strands. That's just you're closer yeah, to the core. It was a really interesting Czech guy who came and installed fiber at our office uh, a couple of years ago. He he was an interesting fella. He. He used to throw Molotov cocktails at Russian tanks because uh, he was old sure. enough that he 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 was able to do that, and he was able to eventually get to the America, and he was much happier here than than in Czechoslovakia at that time. Um, but yeah, he had a really that really cool thing that would heat up the strands, and and he did like seven strands for us. Yeah. So I'm I'm I, that's that's weird that it's just one, and they do the mechanical, and not actually the. You know, we, we, we snip off the ends really nicely and fuse them together, and and it all works wonderfully, but uh, weird. I don't know. And then, honestly, enough, huh? it costs the same to run one strand as it does two or three. Yeah, I was alarmed. Don't ask me. It works. It works. It, it works. Yeah. I get about 900 anyway, down right and 900 now. up with one strand. Working, uh, that seems hey, like hey, enough. Perks. Perks are to work. I want to go to the perks. Yeah, let's Josh. Start us off get with the picks of the week. All right. So I had to buy this for my wife's computer. And uh, for only $279. In fact, it was $289 just a few days ago when I ordered this. So it's gone down $10. And plus, you get a new egg MSI shopping bag, non-woven black. Value $5.28 for free. So really, you're getting so much. But no, this is ludicrous how monitors have become. Uh, 200 hertz IPS has DisplayPort, HDMI. It's G-Sync compatible. It's not full G-Sync. It's not. It doesn't have the G-Sync module in there. But it's it's the G-Sync compatible officially through the drivers. Uh, 29 and a half inches wide, ultra wide screen. It's only 1920 by 1080. Wait a minute. No, it should be. Am I looking at the right one? It can't be. It's a 30 inch. Yeah, it's got to be 2560 seems... by. Yeah. Josh, did you buy that her? Seems a, a little inch odd at 1080. At 30 monitor. inch, 1920 by 1080. Hey, no, we should get older. Maybe I screwed IPSs. around. Oh, this might not work. <laughs> Anyway, well, <laughs> we're going to circle back on this one. Yeah. Never mind. You know, I like big Never pixels, and I cannot lie. So, <laughs> bam. Yeah, this well, might go well with your single strand. Bam, bam. <laughs> Playing anyway. DOSBox games on that monitor would be delightful. Uh, that would be awful. This is. You know what? I like to set my monitors about 10 feet away. I mean, that's that's a good look. Way, way the hell out there. And then I play from way back here. Yeah, look at you bragging about your contact lenses here. They fit my oddly specced eyes. Yeah. My eyes are way out of spec. Well, you don't have any. Nah, mm, that's part that's of the problem. That is. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah. All right. Jeremy, what is your what? pick? Okay, so this one could get me in trouble, but uh, I don't care. Uh, there is an absolute lunatic on Twitter that I love named Foon. Yes. And he does some amazing things. And most recently, he realized that uh, using uh, some images, there was a character limit which would allow him to upload the source code of the uh, open source original Doom to Twitter and uh, sort of trigger it to play. So he did. Or they did. Uh, not to confuse pronouns. Yeah. Uh, it was some interesting investigations into uh, how uh, Twitter handles PNGs and sort of changes things. But he, Foon actually managed to do this, which is just absolutely brilliant. Uh, this all this all became because uh, there was a uh, something he was trying to, they were signing, trying to sign up for that was asking the gender, but the gender didn't have a character limit on it. So Foon uploaded the entire source code of doom and found out that, yeah, it would <laughs> kind of actually work. <laughs> so yeah, now what's your gender? It's like, doom. what can I do this on? <laughs> so yeah, if, if you really like, like insane, uh, technical skill, and especially on older stuff, uh, it, it's it's well worth a Twitter feed to follow. Uh, the the Foon's wife is also great. Uh, I I highly recommend it. But yes, just the fact that yeah, you can if you have enough and in, in intellect and energy and time, you you can bloody well run to him on Twitter. Perfect. Anyway, I, I double-checked. It is, in fact, 2560 by 1080. So it's not 1920 by 1080. Good enough. So we had the wrong one. Yeah. Good man. Okay. It's ultra-wide. It's, it's ultra mag 30. It's IPS monitor at 200 hertz. 200 hertz and, at 2560? Uh, you know, oh. ECR4, 400 hmm. or whatever. But, yeah, it's, um, you know, I've, I've, I've uh, the wife's behind me right now is a 29-inch. And uh, you really don't notice, you know, the pixel size on it. You got a good screen. It's IPS. It looks nice. It goes fast. Anyway, just letting you know, it's a it's a cool. nice thing to have, and it's right. cheap. Make sure that you get the right link in there so that we actually can send people to the right place. Well, you can you can it's it's the correct it's the correct thing. They just oh, they have the labeled specs it wrong. On, oh, on really? Play. Okay. Oh, yeah. I those see. bastards. Hmm. Yeah, okay. those bastards. Right. Yes. What is your opinion? Um, I've been trying to shop it, kind of like. Uh, out of the way places, you know, typically we pick a lot of things that come from Amazon. We pick a lot of things that come from Newegg, maybe a few other places, Axels. wherever they shop. So you went to CompuCenter, yeah. didn't you? I love Apple. Wherever they, wherever they Mac shop Mall. in Canada, whatever shack they're shopping at there. Um, but I actually was picking some things out of Woot and I happened to find a rather pedestrian cooler, 280 millimeter cooler master, ML 280 RGB infinity mirror, Boy. AIO 70 bucks. What is Woot. pedestrian about this infinity mirror lighting? Well, I mean, it's not a really exciting accessory, That's... but it is It is kind of cool, 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 cool. It's cool. Limitless. 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 Vibrant. Limitless. Vibrant. Vibrant. Limit. 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 There was. Standing. In the mighty. Standing. Cooling. Cooling. Patent leather shoes. And I don't know why. RGB. RGB. Why? Why? Vibrant. 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 This is a good cooler, Mrs. Torrance. Hey, you know what they say? 280. Comedy. This is a 280, not a 240. Am I on mute? No. No, you're no. here. We're just, just ignoring you. Prolonged yep. turns into tragedy. Oh. That's Always Shakespearean. Leave wanting. That's Shakespearean of you. But prolonged long enough, it turns back into comedy. Exactly. I mean, tragedy prolonged becomes comedy. It's it's a really interesting rule. It's truth though. Mm. Last thing on this one, it is a 280. It's not a 240. So good, you know, it's got some extra good. capacity. 280, 280, good. good. Seventy bucks it's, for a 280 with the infinity it's, mirror, it's, mirror, it's, mirror, it's, mirror, it's, mirror, it's, mirror, infinity, infinity, infinity. All right, my pick this week. It's not really a pick. Oh, you have a pick? No, it's mm. like it's like what the hell happened last week? That's my pick. Yeah, what what happened last week? Tell us. Do tell us. Chainsaw. Or you could show us. I will or show you. You could do it through interpretive I, dance. Uh, it's hard to tell everything that's going on in this picture. First, my car is holding up 
quite a bit of a tree, which is sort of Doing hugging a the car. It did. I I will say a Mazda three does a very nice job of holding a tree. And then it's you like can, a driveway tree stand. There's um you can see the live um power yeah. lines on that, top. That that would the car. be the point right there. The live wire. Yes, and then uh, down here on the ground you can see my meter, which was ripped off of the house. The whole mass was ripped off of the house. Sparks flying in the air, and this this thing, this limb, which was the size of a medium small tree. Uh, Anything but the metric system in the U.S. I know. This it's, tree, the size of a small tree. Well, okay. The limb that fell off of this, that blew off of this tree was the size of a small tree. And the tree that it came from is this massive size of a large tree. house crusher. Yeah. And you can see... The roof is not good. Where it split off. Oh. And you can... It's not usually a good thing to be able to see daylight. Daylight. Next, through your... Through the roof. Through your roof. Here. <sighs> Yeah. So there's a big crossbeam go bye bye. <laughs> yeah, the crossbeam was shattered. Now, the so night, that's uh, what uh, that's what took us down last yeah. week. Unfortunately, the house insurance is full replacement value insurance. The car insurance is just standard car insurance, and it's a comprehensive claim. I have a five hundred dollar deductible. So the amount they're giving me for the car, which is just based on Blue Book, current Blue Book, uh, minus the five hundred dollars, is at some point going to be delivered. So. But there, there's also a, an exceptional value of wood in that car right now. So you should get some money for that, too. <laughs> well, anyway, this has been the PC Perspective Podcast. Uh, I've been your... No, anyway, go ahead. Participate. Oh, please. And Josh, please take us out. And tree limb removal service. <laughs> oh, I just had a back cramp. Anyway, uh, this has been the PC Perspective Podcast. For you to say... Yes, Ouch. tune in next week when we will undoubtedly return for more. And we'll have more to talk about because I'm sure more exciting things are going to happen or it's going to be that much closer to Windows 11. And Hooray. 